0: dot t-o-t-t-a-z.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot.
1: Hey, hey. What's happening? How you doing? Uh, it's Thursday, so it's, it's a good thing. <laughs> How are you? Okay, uh,
0: good, good. good. Uh, it's uh, a rainy day down here. Really? Yeah. It's uh Wow. It, it's it, we. It probably started early. So I was I was waiting. I was waiting to take the dog out for a walk this morning, and I was ready to go. And it was supposed to rain. I checked the forecast. And it was supposed to rain like starting like four or five so it was like 5:30 in it. I didn't you know, I didn't hear anything outside, so I was doing my morning routine and sitting in my office and then when it rained you could hear there's a drain right out by the front, you know, door and it kind of goes into the shrub bed and you could hear it all of a sudden uh-huh. I started I started hearing it and it was like torrential downpour. And I'm like uh. oh
1: really, holy cow.
0: And I'm like oh boy. And then it lightened up a little bit. So I put my, like, I have this lighter rain type coat. So I put that on and bear and I braved the, (laughs) you braved the, you bared
1: the the elements. That's right. That's right. (laughs) It wasn't,
0: it wasn't cold. I mean, it was like 50. So it was a little chilly, but it was, but it was fine. But I, uh, I got home and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take Robin to work and then I'm going to go hit the trail. And as I was driving, driving Robin to work, it was like, pouring rain and buckets and I'm like, no. I'm not I'm not going to do that right now.
1: <laughs> There's no need. There's no need for that right now." <laughs> right.
0: I did I did get out at lunchtime and it was like a break in the action and about oh halfway through it started kind of like spitting and misting. Uh so it wasn't terrible, but it was it was cool. I don't I, I kind of like it because it's a change, you know, because Oh, yeah, it's a huge change. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I think it I think that was like the since COVID started, Bry, I think that was my the the second kind of significant rainstorm we got.
1: Wow, yeah, yeah. you are in the desert. I guess that does make sense. But yeah, yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of nice every now and then. Just being up here too. It's in the mornings if we have like a overcast even or just yep. kind of rainy, kind of wet morning. We just call them East Coast mornings because it's it's kind of a novelty out here. Right, yeah, yeah. So I like it. I like it. A little change of pace. Yeah, I
0: think it's supposed to be. It's it's not. It's kind of like just misty right now, but I think it's supposed to be like this throughout the night and into the early morning, and then it's supposed to be somewhat like overcast tomorrow and into Saturday. Then it's supposed to get get normal. But it yeah, it was it was a nice change and running in the rain. Kind of like cleansing, you know. I kind of like it
1: oh yeah yeah totally well we're getting weather up here now so we're probably within that same kind of weather pattern that system like i was saying when you guys get weather we're usually getting it too just in a different form so we got we got flurries were hitting the windshield on my way home but it was a gray chilly day here so there's snow in the forecast we'll see what we get
0: yeah i checked i checked earlier if flag was getting any and uh, it didn't say it was, but I'm sure up on the, on Humphreys, I'm sure they're, I'm sure he's getting some snow up top there.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you're getting rain, especially, then Humphreys, I bet, is getting a a good covering. They had a they had some decent snow when we drove through, that morning up um, top. There, uh, yeah, and actually just down around by. Flagstaff area there were snow patches really all around there, yeah, yeah, because we didn't see it coming through because it was dark when we were coming in and but when that morning when we were driving through flag and there was there were snow patches off seventeen getting up there, and then uh the mountain range had a good Humphreys had a good amount already see that's interesting
0: because so. when i was in when I was in Prescott last week, I was able to see. Humphreys, I, I, the San Francisco peaks from where I was. Now, I was looking at the, it would have been the south, southeast, southwest, southwest face. So, yeah, I was looking at the southwest yeah. face, and that back side is usually, <laughs> They that's the side that usually keeps all the snow because the sun doesn't hit it. Um, yeah. So I'm sure that's probably where it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised um, how low it was down like amongst the trees and stuff. So wow. they may they may have gotten uh a good heavy dusting then today if it was staying down cold enough.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming it was, I looked at the flag the flag forecast and it was I mean it was in the thirties, but it wasn't predicting any snow for today. But still, I mean, you know, flag is seven thousand feet and then Humphrey's the top of Humphreys is another five thousand feet up, so If it's 35 degrees in flag, it's, it's at least 10 to 15 degrees colder up top there.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And if there's moisture coming through, then it it could be straight on dumping up there.
0: Yep. So speaking, speaking of, uh, speaking of, uh, winter time. So, uh, we finished the, we finished up the, the cleanse or cleanse last, uh, last night yesterday. So.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay, all
0: uh, right. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going till the day before we. I'm not going to like the 21st. Screw that. I, uh, no. So I'll, I'll, good I'll, enough. Long yeah. Enough. Well, eight, eight, whatever it was, nine, eight, nine, ten days, whatever it was. Uh, in December, I'll take it. Um, uh, but we. Boy, I sent you a text last night about reminding me to remind yeah, me tell have, you about this story.
1: Written down.
0: So, uh. <laughs> So, uh, you know, as 2020 is, uh, our our evening or late, late afternoon evening kind of got turned around a little bit, which, which was a good thing, actually. So I picked up Robin from work at like, I think it was like six or something like that. So we're like, all right, let's go get takeout and we'll go grab a beer, get takeout for the girls and come home. So we went up to this BJ's Brewery over the hill, which... Always has uh, Mother Road Tower Station on tap. Uh, Lovely. Yeah. And they lately have had that blue van, big blue van, like the girls drinking Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So she got, I got Mother Road and she got Big Blue Van and the bartender put them down and, you know, we grabbed and we're like, hey, let's, you know, cheers to, uh, Cheers to, you know, a week plus without any alcohol and good. Let's get ready for the holidays. Let's cheers. We both took a sip and like our faces. I'm like, oh, I'm like making all noises. She's making all noises. Well, he kind of reversed them. So I had the big blue van and she had (laughs) had this power station. So I hate wheat beers and she hates
1: IPAs. And, yeah 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 but mine oh, that's I, I was i was way more disgusting <laughs> there's nothing the wrong with the the kegs or the taps no, no i'm like out of order it,
0: it was hilarious right <laughs> because we both took a sip and there was like silence and then our faces and we knew immediately we we're like
1: oh this is yours <laughs> yeah. oh this this is the worst ipa i've ever had right i'm like what the
0: hell but yeah, so I I, I didn't want to I couldn't like text you that story cuz it would have been too long to text but I figured you would get a kick out of the story. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. The bartender that uh that hurt his uh tip at the end of the
0: No, no, nah, nah, that was it was <laughs> it was innocent. So uh but on that note, I am speaking of an east coast uh, morning. I'm drinking a Southern Tier Old Man Winter Winter Ale. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of tasty. I've nice. never, I've never yeah. had it topping out at a nice seven point five percent. Oof,
1: had boy. That's a good. Uh, sounds like a good dark beer kind of day down there for uh, for Phoenix. Yeah, when least. I <laughs> when I when I
0: come back, I come back hard, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, ultra dads. Right, right. Actually, I'm
0: looking at it, dude. It's 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 light.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's not a dark uh, it's not I a was, dark one. I was uh I was debating on going dark, but I I decided to hook up our uh our local brewery, do a little small business um supporting here with uh South Park Brewery and nice. I just grabbed some of their uh, open range IPA. So, that's been they're always changing through um and kind of experimenting, but this open range has been the long standing from like day one in there. Um, So I uh, actually picked up a few of their cans today. So this may have been the first time actually I've had this beer out of a can and not just straight from the tap there at the the tap house.
0: Yeah, that's one when I'm up there. That's what I usually – when we're fortunate enough to stop in there, that's when I – I typically get so, uh, a little, a little love for the South Park brewery. So, uh, you know, yeah. hey, l- yeah. listen guys, we love your beer and, uh, you know, if, if you want, if you want, <laughs> you could certainly use another sponsor. Uh, You're not a sponsor, but you could be. And we're not asking for money here. You know what we're asking mm-hmm. for. Yep. Liquid, liquid gold. That's right. So cheers, cheers. Good to be back. Cheers. cheers. Back on the wagon. A little back off the wagon. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. I was wondering if we we're going to have two ultra dad sessions with uh, hot tea involved. So no. that, that would have been a bad thing, you know. No, props, no. Props, yes. Props of the discipline. So. Absolutely. I yeah. appreciate it. And,
0: and, and you know, I, I was like, all right, I think, I, I think I'm think i going through the holidays. I, I'm, I'm. We're still eating fine. We're still eating cleaner. Uh, yeah, but uh, I just I just wanted some beer. Plus, uh, I was actually going to because I stopped up at um, Total Wine to grab this because I wanted something different for tonight. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, the some of the, you know the Circle Ks or the grocery stores really don't have a huge selection. But I was I was I was standing in the aisles so they have a seasonal section, um, and I was I love Southern Tier because Southern Tier has the pumpkin during, during, uh, uh, during Halloween, during October and yep. a couple, couple other seasonals that I, I throughout the year and they're, you know, they're in just in Southern New York state. So I really liked it back, having it back East. So I was sitting there looking at that. And then they also had a, a Guinness gingerbread. Ooh. A, aged in Kentucky bourbon barrels.
1: Oh, that's a lot going on there. Yeah,
0: so I'm looking. at Well, the whole it's a little bit more of that story. So it's a four pack, you know, of twelve ounce bottles for like uh-huh. 19 dollars. $19. So, which I mean, interesting. You think, yeah, you think about it. Uh, you know, what's that? Four four fifty a beer, which a isn't terrible. Yeah. yeah, which isn't terrible if you're going no. to a bar. Yeah,
1: that that's like a happy hour price. Yeah,
0: there. but I'm like mm, four. Beers for nineteen dollars or six beers yeah. for ten dollars.
1: Yeah. Well, and so. if they are pounders and too, that you know that that becomes part of it. But yeah, yeah, so a four pack it's it's tricky, and that's a trend I see today too. Is you know yep. it's more and more four packs. It's it's like really like why not? just bump it up to six? Let's keep it at six, please. Well, it's interesting, right? And because... then if it's twenty bucks. Right,
0: but it's interesting because there's there's beers out there that worse, and I think it has something to do with the alcohol content, I'm sure. I I mean that's the only explanation you, I could yeah, think of. Yeah, it could be. But there's beers be. that were sold in six packs, right? That are now in four packs. The same beer, yeah. same size beer, but I mean they're typically what I've seen, they're higher alcohol content, so maybe that has something to something to do with it, but hey, oh well,
1: that could be. Well, and that's kind of my preference now. If Cindy's going out and she asks if I need anything, I just say happy and uh, potent and just let her use her imagination in there. And it's just fun every now and then to see what she'll come back with. So, right. Well, Robin gets a <laughs> she, uh, little nervous. She came back with some good stuff here lately. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, Robin, Robin doesn't like doing that. So I'll be like, just get whatever I like. Get something I like. So I, I encourage her to try to – pick off something sometimes she will sometimes she'll grab like a pick six and grab me a a unique thing but there hasn't been one that i i mean listen it's it's hard for me not to as long as it's not a wheat beer i'm
1: good I was gonna say wheat beer is the the Brussels sprouts, I guess, for your uh, for your palate.
0: No, 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 no. Let's circle back a little bit to Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> and, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, no, wheat no, beer no, is your, is, no. the, is the is Taylor Swift of your no beers.
0: no no wheat, wheat wheat beer is my cottage cheese. It's a cottage beer family. cheese. There you go. There
1: you go. No, I'm I, I want to I'm gonna stick with Taylor Swift. All right, <laughs>
0: so so I don't I don't know if you, so. I follow Billy Billy Yang on uh on Twitter and I guess he's like a real big Taylor Swift fan, a real big Taylor oh. Swift Taylor Swift fan. So he posted something today with you know I guess she she came out with a new song or it's her birthday. I think it's her birthday and he posted oh, okay. so- he posted something, I immediately <laughs> closed Twitter. I shook my head, and I just went Billy 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 Billy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wish they had the thumb down that's
0: one hundred
1: i just I just like this
0: one hundred percent there's not enough thumbs down so for for all those that are that are listening i I am not fond of Taylor Swift whatsoever just just so everybody knows
1: and if no if, reason no reason though huh.
0: No, there's, there's, I just don't think she's a very kind human being. (laughs) I just, I think, I think that she, from, from some of the stories I've read, uh, some of her critics, again, now they're critics and that's what their job is to do. But I've heard that, you know, she, she kind of says one thing and, and, you know, behind closed doors, she's a different way. So, uh, but I just, I, I, I just, there's, I just don't like her. I just, I
1: gotcha. Her- so, folks, um, Taylor Swift will probably not be an upcoming guest on Ultra Dad's uh, session. So, sorry for the disappointment if that's I'd, what you were waiting for. Probably inter- not going to
0: happen, dude. I'd interview her. I'd interview her. <laughs> I mean, because you know, if okay. we get her, if we get, if we were able to get her on, right? Not that she would come on, but if we were able to get her on, I would give her the opportunity to, you know, tell her story and maybe, maybe, maybe my my you know, my attitude towards her would change. Uh, but yeah, I just, possible. I don't, you know, it's her cottage cheese and wheat beer. That's, they're in that family <laughs> together.
1: Say, <laughs> if we interview Taylor Swift with a side of a cottage cheese sitting next to a wheat beer,
0: we that should, would be dude, next awesome. time. We, we gotta get, we gotta start in some way, shape or form video in these. So that could be like our first video podcast, me and you, interviewing taylor swift as i'm drinking a wheat beer and eating cottage cheese
1: oh is that a nightmare though like is that something you'd wake up in like cold sweats dude ultra in the dance middle of the night
0: with <laughs> ultra dance well, go go for it ultra dad we could i could do it i could do it. but you guys suck right you gotta, you gotta, you, gotta suck. you gotta be doing something as well you gotta be eating something you dislike
1: i think it was cottage well, it, cheese. it would it would be cottage cheese i think that was like Beer and food I'm not picky with, but cottage cheese is – that's definitely a lead runner right there.
0: So, yeah, we'd we'd
1: have a big, fat bowl of cottage cheese. (laughs) I just threw up in my mouth. We'd
0: we'd be throwing it at each other.
1: Uh, That's the only thing it's good for. But but you – I mean, you could drink a wheat beer, can't you? I'll drink a wheat beer, yeah. I have no problem. Sunny porch, throw an orange in there. I'll fruit it up. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll do. I mean, is Blue Moon a wheat beer?
1: Yeah, I'll do a Blue Moon if it's really, really fresh with an
0: orange in it. Okay, uh, okay. So of, we, so there's, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, there's always a chance. There's there's always a chance. Uh, speaking of fruit and beer, Robin and I a few weeks back we went out to lunch on a Saturday, I think it was after a hike or something like that. And, uh, they had, we're on beer guys. So guys and girls were on beer. So, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, sorry, they, sorry, kids. They, <laughs> oh,
0: they had, they had grapefruit sculpin. Uh, it's a Deschutes. It's, I think it's Deschutes grapefruit. It's, no, okay. it's not Deschutes. Whatever it is. I I'm blanking. I think it's Deschutes, but I might be completely wrong. Um, grapefruit sculpin. Uh, And I had, I asked, I said, hey, you wouldn't happen to have like a, like a little bit of a grapefruit back there, would you? Like back in the, she's like, actually we do. So I actually had a piece of like pink grapefruit to put in my grapefruit sculpin, which was actually quite dandy.
1: Oh, that, that does sound tasty. See, I I don't mind, I don't mind throwing some fruit in a a beverage that, that it doesn't bother me at all. Some people. It depends. Take offense, my uncle Hop, He, I mean, he, I almost, I think, was knocked out of the will there when he, when I put a lime in my gin and tonic. You know, because he is, he's a purist. So he, he, if he wants fruit, he'll eat fruit. Don't put it in his drink.
0: <laughs> well, you, you turned me on to the 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 lime in the PBR.
1: Oh, redneck on vacation. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Game so, changer I mean- during the summer, right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, game changer at any point in time with a PBR. I mean, it makes it actually taste like a. I mean, I think it's a respectable beer, but you know, for the for the lapers out there, as they say, uh, they they would uh, they would like, oh, this is if you put a PBR to, in a glass and put some lime in it. I don't think many people would ever be able to guess it's a PBR.
1: Oh no, not at all, not at all. And all the hipsters and everything, I don't think it's caught on to them yet. So. We'll see. That's just a matter of time there. But yeah, yeah, kind of just uh, what Corona, Tacate, you know, all those types. PBR falls right into it. You throw some fruit in there and it's a game changer.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be getting a plethora of PBRs down in Cabo uh, coming in the next few weeks to, to go with the Corona and the Tacates down there.
1: No, you got you got uh, you got other options there.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's still on though, so uh, I checked. I checked the (laughs) the uh, the website for the the California, the state of uh, Baja California, Mexico, whatever it is in there. It's interesting because the whole state, which is pretty, it's big, right? From a yeah
1: from a geographic past. Yeah, yeah.
0: if,
1: if, if you drive through it it's
0: huge. it's long yeah but population isn't low but uh, as of as of what what's today thursday so i think I, as of tuesday or yesterday they had 15,000 cases since this New all started cases? no 15,000 total <laughs> cases <laughs> no 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 of corona <laughs> oh, of, oh,
1: of covid we're, we're shutting down shut uh, her down co- shut her down <laughs> they
0: had 15,000 cases of covid since the inception, since like March, so I think uh, we might be probably in a pretty safe area.
1: Yeah, yeah. Day by day. Well, doors yeah. always open. If you gotta head north instead of south, so. I told you, man. If we could, if <laughs> if, if
0: we we're if we were at the airport and shit goes south, uh, I'll be like, uh, yeah, change of plans. We're on our way.
1: Yep, en route. That's all you gotta say.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, that'd so, be fun, though. Yeah, guess. it would be.
0: So we'll uh yeah we we'll have to have to plan something in the future. The family's going on uh, like a destination vacation.
1: Yeah. Oh, that would. Yeah. Well, Cindy's mentality is we just need to find a race somewhere cool, and that's all. You know, the rest is history. So. Well, she
0: was talking to Hawaii. She,
1: she wanted it. Yeah. If we could get into the hurt someday, that would that would be that would be it.
0: Yeah, but they like, call well, it a hurt know, for a reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a Hawaii ultra running trails.
0: Yeah, but it's a it's a badass. It's a tough, tough hundred.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Usually, like the 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 roots and everything coming up on the trails, like it just looks brutal. But it would get us to Hawaii though. It would. It would.
0: So. I guess we should dive into
1: yeah. uh dive into uh
0: some lessons and content here because I, I shared yeah. I shared with you a couple um, couple topics and you shared with me a couple topics. Um, so I think the one we settled on is is you know being clutch, being being what yeah. what is what is clutch, what is a clutch dad, What does an ultra dad look like. So I'll give a little background on, on how I came up with this. And I think I shared this on one of the uh, podcasts in the past. Oh, by the way, folks, this is RFP podcast number two hundred three, <laughs> relentless forward progress, ultra dad session number fourteen. Make sure we got to put that in there.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yep. So better late than never. Yep. Hey, as long as it's there. I mean, not that it makes much of a difference because we put it on the <laughs> no. put it on the title anyway. Um, people, people still listen. <laughs> so just uh, I kind of give a little bit of background um uh, <clears throat> kind of my morning routine so i have i have a five subject notebook right, and for the last i don't know it's probably been about six or seven years it's kind of my my little gratitude journal my my little journal or whatever you want to call it, so every morning I write in and i write uh yeah. my my mission statement. And I usually put out, you know, five to six pieces of gratitude. So I just write this down. uh, And then I go through the day, anything that I might do or anything, thoughts that I might have or, um, you know, anything that I think about writing down, I'll write down in this journal and I just keep it. There's like probably about 10 to 12 of them in my closet here. So each time I hit the divider, so you have a five subject notebook, there's a divider, you know what I mean. Yeah. To, to split
1: to subjects, right? Social uh, studies, science, yeah. Math, yeah. English. <laughs>
0: so I have a a bunch of papers that I've kept over the years just with either certain quotes or certain writings or poems that I once I hit one of those dividers, which is usually every 2 to 3 months, I start my day with reading those. Um and the the three topics I originally sent you were from a leadership conference that I I took or I don't want to even call it a conference it's a leadership retreat we'll call it with Joshua Metcalf that who the guy that wrote uh, Chop Wood Carry Water oh okay yep in Chicago a few years ago and and one of the questions you know as he made us con- contemplate was like what is what does being clutch look like. You know, because they do a lot of coaching with coaches in the NCAA and, you know, you have that clutch player. They classify it as that clutch player. So he he asked, what is what is being clutch look like? And, you know, as I've been going through this transformation over the years and I was getting personal teaching by one of his staff, um, you know, one of my I think one of our, you know, one of one of our missions in life is to be, you know, a good, good father, a good dad so what does that look like right what is what does it look like what does it mean to be a clutch dad and then we kind of transformed it into into what does it look like to be an ultra dad um so that's kind of the topic today and you know i think, I think i'll throw it over to you to kind of kind of kick things off as as far as i'm sure you had some thoughts about this so what what did you think about this what what's what what do you, how do you want to kick this off
1: yeah, well, let's just examine clutch. Yep. First, um, mainly because Cindy said, well, "What's clutch?" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's a good good starting point." So, clutch would be uh, something done well in a crucial situation, and that's a lot of uh, sports terms. I think this was a clutch play in their victory that that won the game and everything. So. Um, or it can characterize something as excellent or efe- effective. So you know, and that's kind of what I took with, and combined that in with with fatherhood and being a dad and everything, and what is, it's a huge balancing act. Is just kind of how, going through thoughts and everything, just off this topic, I saw it as to be a clutch dad. Um, it's a constant juggling um, of trying to be, you know, obviously the, the father, a friend, a coach, a teacher, you know, and the list can go on. And, you know, some people's perspective is, well, you're, you're, you're the parent. So therefore you can't be their friend or, you know, the coach is a coach and then the parents, a parent, you can't be both. And I, I, I just call BS on, on really all of that because mainly that's the way I've structured things. And I try to um, jump into different arenas at different times with, with my kids. And this is full disclaimer. I've only been doing this job for 12 years. So by no means am I an expert on how to be a clutch dad, but this is more just a look into my experiences and my take on, on things. So I just don't want people listening. And not that anybody that's listening to this would be getting pissed off. at what We have to say, unless they like Taylor Swift, possibly,
0: <laughs> right? Um, Which
1: I'm sure there are. But in terms, oh yeah, some people probably shut her down. You know, ten minutes ago. I'm sorry, that- folks. Please continue to listen. <laughs> I'm listen I'm- to each their own.
0: <laughs> I'm I have an open mind, but it's going to take a hell of a lot of convincing. So. <laughs>
1: so anyway um i just view the 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 father and the friend thing as as life is short and you know our kids are only under our roof a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and they're inspiring me to go out and do do things i necessarily wouldn't be doing um And I want to share these experiences with them as, you know, as, as their father lead them into certain areas that, and adventures they may not have thought of going in on their own, but then also to, to have these experiences as, you know, we're both enjoying the, these adventures and these trips and everything we're all enjoying them together. So why, seclude myself as 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 setting you know distance between being a father rather than being a adventure buddy with them so um and then we've i've been coach on um, literally a coach to to all three of the kids with with teams Cindy's been a teacher going in to their classrooms for for counseling and everything um, and lesson plans and everything like that. So it's all possible to juggle everything and put it all together. And there, there's certain times where you have to step it up as a father, you know, whether it's discipline or guidance, um, or just support, there's times you, you have to step up that role and kind of make some space between the other two that I'm thinking about. But, um, all in all, I mean, it's just clutch. A clutch dad is changing on a daily basis and kind of adapting to to whatever situations going on. So that's kind of how I just kind of started my thought process around this one. So, <clears throat> lot of lots to unpack there. Lots of
0: unpack there. Um. So when I, when I started digging into this a few years ago with, you know, what does the clutch dad look like? You know, there's, there's, there's two, two sides of it, right? Listen, it's, it's easy to be a clutch dad when, you know, shit's rosy and fantastic, right? You know, it's, it's, it's easy, you know, when, when everything's going according to that, to that plan, Right. So in that situation, I don't necessarily define that as being a clutch dad. You know, it's, it's, you know, that's because it's, it's, it's there. I think when, when the shit hits the fan, right. So you're talking about, you know, you're, you're, you're saying a father, a friend, a teacher, a coach, and there's a fine line that defines and goes in between all of them. Right. So being clutch is in that situation, being able to define when is the right time to be the father, to be the friend, to be the teacher, to be the coach? When, when is it the right time to let go, to step back and let them let their independence fly and kind of, you know, let them be them and let them figure it out? Um, uh, uh, being a clutch dad is that, you know, how do you react when it isn't rosy? you know when you know you talk about the year, we we t- touched on this last week right when when uh, you lose your job right or you lose your business or you're broke uh you know god forbid something you you lose somebody or the marriage splits up how 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 are you reacting in those situations that's where i think the real clutch dad topic or or definition really comes out because it's, it's a heck of a lot easier, Brian, to be on top of your game when things are smooth and predictable, right? But when, thing, when yeah. things are, are tough, I mean, you talk about 2020. You talk about all the inconsistencies. You talk about being able to change and adapt, right? And that hits it on the head. That's clutch, being a clutch dad is being able to change, to be able to adapt when things aren't going according to plan, you know. And I, I think that's that's kind of where where my thought process goes with trying to be a clutch dad. And listen, you 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 hit it on it. Like I fail at this on a daily basis. There's many times a day where I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't do that. That I definitely, I, I definitely didn't do that right. I got to go back and evaluate that. And, and, and I think that's, yeah. that's going to continue through the process because and I think we touched touched on this, <clears throat> the being a clutch dad uh, changes throughout our kids development, you know, because being a clutch dad when they're one and two years old is different than when they're six and seven, which is different than when they're teenagers which is going to be different when they're in their twenties and thirties, forties, so on and so forth. So that, 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 that definition of a clutch dad changes throughout, you know, the entire life of our kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's all about under pressure and Mm. bringing it back to just the endurance world, you know, embracing the suck, like how well can you embrace the suck? And still perform, you know, and in terms of this with being a father and being a dad, it's, you know, how can you be under pressure and still perform and still pull ahead, you know, and it may be when your kids are depending and looking at you the most, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's when it comes into, you know, the clutch, like, are you going to be a pillar or, are you going to crumble? And the kids are looking at you with everything, you know, depending on you. And are you able to rise to the occasion or are you going to allow that stress to, to break you? So it's, it's all, yeah. And, and like you said, it's, it changes constantly with, with the different ages. we started looking at old videos going through different files and stuff and, You know, being a being a father for a three year old and infant twins that I felt like a whole I was a whole other person at that point. Being a clutch dad meant I was getting up in the middle of the night to help with nursing, and and then getting a three year old down to preschool by eight a.m. the next morning. You know that in that time, that was that was being a clutch dad that was you know putting the slot aside sleep deprivation and you know short short uh just attention span on everything else because we were so involved on just these two little twins and this 3-year-old bopping all over the place you know if we if we were just trying to pawn them off and get babysitters and everything in, you know that that was you know we weren't looking for easy way out all we were looking to do is survive yeah. and keep these kids alive and in that scenario that's that's being a clutch dad that's being a clutch mom you know it's just whatever it takes to survive yeah <laughs> and now going into teenagers you know there's there's a whole other set of problems going on so yeah it's it's uh every i think it's almost like this covid stuff like every day is different Oh yeah. Point. Yeah.
0: It's I I wrote a note down as you were talking earlier, you know, cuz you he had mentioned the kids inspiring us. And absolutely 100% they do. Everything I do, you know, this everybody knows this that that tunes in and and listens is that that Robin and the girls are the three things in my life that that I'm here for, you know. That's I do I I do the things I do because of them, in spite of them. Um but the one note I wrote is that, you know, kids kids create the opportunities for us to be clutch you know what i mean um oh, and, yeah
1: and yeah some yeah. of
0: them some of them aren't intentional you know like when they're uh, i don't think i don't think many of them are intentional uh but like when they're when they're infants you know we have to adjust we have to be able to get up and participate in and do our part in the midnight feedings. And then, yeah, we, we have responsibilities. We, got to get up and go to work, even, even though we're we're sleep deprived. And then, you know, you're going to be coming into this with, with Tanner, those teenage years. And then you got, you got the hormones happening and you got, you know, all that stuff going on with their bodies, whether they're male or female, it's still a transition. So there's opportunities, I'm calling them opportunities. There's opportunities there for us to, to, you know, be better, to be clutch, you know, because there is, there are challenges, man. Uh, and and it, it's, it, it is, it is not, it is not easy uh, to be, to be a parent. I mean, it's, it's, it's challenging work and, and you, you could sit across from me or you could talk to me and say, Oh yeah, it's the easy, it's so great. And it is great. Don't get me wrong. But there's often times that it, it sucks and it's hard and it's challenging. And there's days you want to pull your hair out and bang your head against the wall because you just don't know what to do. You you, you just don't know what – you don't know how to address a situation. You don't – or you address the situation, you're looking back at it and it's like, shit, I, I completely blew that one up. I completely failed miserably on that one. Epic dad fail, right? Um, yeah. yeah. But – We've all Absolutely. Had and, and I'm trying to share this with everybody because it's going to happen. So, you know, it's, it's, it's that whole, it's that whole balancing act. And, and I, 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 I hesitate to use the whole term balance. And I, I think I wrote something or, or did a podcast on it years ago about, you know, finding balance between everything yeah. because yeah. there is none. I don't, I don't believe that there is balance. I think things are chaotic, especially now things are chaotic. And I think, I think being a clutch dad is be, being able to survive through that chaos, you know, uh, cause we're going to screw things up. We're, we're going to make mistakes we're going to look bad, right? We're going to embarrass ourselves. And we're going to suck at a lot of things. But at the end of the day, if we make it through, if we survive, you know, we're using metaphors here. But if we, we survive, you know, and we come out learning from it and being stronger from it as a family, right? I think, I think that's kind of some of the characteristics that classify, quote unquote, clutch dad or ultra
1: dad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just had a thought of, you know, not having regrets, but being, looking back, like you were saying, like everybody's going to screw up, you know, with this whole parenting deal. But be able to not look down upon those those bad times or the screw-ups, as you'd call them, but learn from them to become better tomorrow. And if if you're always striving to become better tomorrow and use yesterday's mistakes as the lessons, I mean, that's, that's probably the biggest thing we could do for our kids um, is just constant improvement. And then all while that's happening is to become present And like we talked about last week was just the awareness, like just remembering and realizing that these kids are this age for such a small amount of time, you know, they're going to become, you know, before you know it, teenagers, graduation, Mm -hmm. all that happens. And for as hard as the times or as hard as it feels like it is right now, just realize that this is not going to last forever you know, they're not going to be this age forever. The problems you're facing today aren't going to be forever, but, you know, you're not going to be able to get these times back. And that's, (laughs) you know, just and this is mainly just from recapping, looking over old pictures and everything is time flies, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the pony boy, you know, quote, you know, if you if you don't stop, or I don't even know what it is, it's you're gonna miss it pretty much. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you're gonna miss it. So, if you if you're able to just take take lessons from the past, be aware now to improve tomorrow. I mean, that's that in itself. You know, you're a clutch dad without even trying to be a clutch dad. <laughs>
0: Two things. One, it sounded like a country song that you were writing right there. Uh,
1: uh, there was a country song when you were talking about uh, not drinking. <laughs> there is a country song about that too, that you just- I was said. gonna say, I don't, I don't uh, think you, there's you, any- you, you, <laughs> You're a lot less fun since I quit drinking. I was gonna say- So I was worried about that last week. There's... I, I thought you may not enjoy my presence, as much when you're sipping on tea so i'm glad you invited me back no it's dude you i you 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 gotta understand you are the co-host here so there is
0: there is no there is no invitation you know so you gotta co-host can get fired they can't, I, no, i've seen them like no go. they can't they can't this is this is a hundred percent you a hundred percent me this is a partnership and we split everything so even all the revenue that we're bringing in, we split.
1: Six packs, four packs, That's whatever right. it is. Three pack, we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we'll swap. <laughs> so I, well, I, want, I want to circle in, in on, we, we hear it all the time, right? You know, oh, the kids grew up so fast. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. It feels like just yesterday, Isabella was six and Elena was two and, you know, we, we have all those conversations and we we all know that it happens fast we experienced it ourselves growing up how fast life can happen and now as parents it seems yep. like it's it, it's exponentially faster you know watching our kids grow up all right and then and you had you had talked about you know having that awareness and not taking for granted each day each day that we have, because before you know it, you got prom, you got graduation, you got college, you got marriage, so on and so forth down the road. But we, I don't believe, I mean, I'm, I'm in this boat. I think, I I think we do an okay job of it, but I believe that there's so much improvement that I need that we need collectively as a a society that um, we, I think we take it for granted. You know, I think I, I don't I don't I believe we all need to do a better job of stepping back and smelling the roses, you know, and and, you know, I can I can hear the girls in the background. Right. You know, I can could, I could hear the girls <laughs> I in the ba- say, background. I mean, that's, timber. you know, you're timber, you're, you're sitting here, <laughs> we're sitting here talking and there's that sacrifice to put the podcast out and be consistent with it because. One, it, it, it serves a purpose for us and we're hoping it serves a purpose for the audience, but in turn we're sacrificing time with our family right now. You know? And I think we're aware of that and we yeah. understand that and, and our, our families appreciate that. But you know, this is something I battle with. You know, when we go out for those long runs on the weekends, you know, uh, and we're away from our family for four, five, six, seven hours. Uh, are we gonna be are we gonna be you know, in our last days, looking back, uh, shit, I would have rather spent more time with my kids than out on the trail or whatever the case may be. So those are some things that, you know, you, you kind of touched on or are, are and I battle with it sometimes, are we, are we missing the boat? But there's also the side of it that we have to, we have to take care of our, our own mental, uh, our own mental being and our own, our, our own soul, Um, and our own needs. And I think if our need, if we're not, if we're not meeting our own needs, if we're not, if we're not happy, joyful and fulfilled with, with us personally, nobody around us is going to be happy and fulfilled and joyful around.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I see. I see that. Yeah. We're just that time, you know, away in quotes is just bringing us back as a better person. And that's at least, I don't know, maybe I'm selfish and this is how I justify, but you know, having me come back after if, and I always try to do stuff incognito. Right. Training is how I've always called it, whether it's like real early in the morning or late at night, right. just getting it in. But but yeah, or even just, you know, sitting in the barrel, sitting in the sauna. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, Well, everybody's inside right mm-hmm. now and I'm sitting in this barrel because nobody else wanted to come out. But when I leave and then, you know, take a cold plunge after that, when I come up here, like I'm a hundred percent, I feel yeah. like good to go here. Like I feel great. My body feels great. My mind had a little break and rest and I'm up here with everyone. And that's, you know, a hundred percent me compared to if I didn't, then, you know, would, would part of me be bitter and you know not totally here like i should be, yeah you know so and that's that's how i've always i i view it and but the kids see that too you know it's like we've talked about before is the kids are watching what we're doing you know so maybe that's gonna encourage them to just go out and do something on their own because they know that it makes them feel good And, you know, they're not realizing the big picture of things, but if they just go out and jump on the trampoline for 30 minutes, because that's what they want to do at that time. And, you know, they come in, they're a little tired, but they had some activity. Like everybody's, everybody's good after that too. So, you know, it's, it's leading by example once again. Yeah. I
0: think, I think it also has a, a play with, you know, with respect to the, the mission, you know, what is it, who is it that you want to be, right? Who is it that you want to be? And in order for you to be that person, there's certainly sacrifices that you need to make. So in order for us to be, you know, ultra dads, in order for us to be clutch dads, there's, there's work we have to do on ourselves in order to get there. And yeah, that could be translated into, if you want to be a, a, a real good soccer player or real good, uh, pian pianist. If you want to be a great entrepreneur, you're you're going to have to put time into it, and you're going to have to work at it. And there's also risks and sacrifices you're going to have to make in which to get to that point. And I think, you know, when when we're doing the the training or that that work, um, you know, I think that's where the the kids are seeing. Well, you know, they're 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 they're, they're but they're putting the work in. So me as a kid, if I want to be a, great, a straight A student, I got to put the work in. So I think there's certainly lessons that they are uh, they're learning, not necessarily with us having to say anything.
1: Yeah, they're learning without realizing. Right. You know, just because that's, that's what they're exposed to and that's what they're seeing, you know, parents do is putting in and so they really don't know anything else at times you know it's kind of how i see it it's like oh yeah like you know your, your your parents don't get up and get a workout in like well then what do they do you know it's just kind of like for some some kids the thought of having their parents you know sit around on a saturday morning and you know next thing they know it's like lunchtime like that's almost unheard of for for certain kids it's like well you you don't go outside at all you know so it's 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 all like nature versus nurture you know it's, the, the kids are only going to know what they're exposed to and what they're seeing right. out their in their household you know so it's 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 to each their own and everything. But I think it's just, you know, you could, you could preach and preach and preach to the kids, but it's when they see your actions. I think that's at certain ages, like these younger ages, that's what sinks in the most.
0: Yeah. I think, I think that, that those ages between, you know, five, six, seven and and 12, maybe even 13, they're really, they're really, moldable if you will um yeah and i think as and that's that's when the uh, there's the foundation yeah that yeah exactly exactly and then as they grow into the ages of, of of my daughters you know teenage years 14 15 16 17 um i think the foundation has been built you know and they they've they've seen and they've watched Uh, and now it's kind of experimentation time. Um, and, and that, that not only is for the kids, but that's also us for the adults, right? Because it's experimentation time from, from our perspective. uh, and, you know, for, for the purpose of this conversation as a father, uh, we have to experiment, you know, what we're comfortable with and how, how, and I mean by how much are we willing to engage and disengage? how much should we engage and disengage meaning how much should we let them go and how much should we potentially intervene in situations? Um, and it's going back to the beginning. It's, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a very delicate balancing act because, you know, I've struggled with intervening too much, you know, and, and pressing too much in, in certain situations when, I needed to just step back and let them figure it out themselves. And I've learned my lesson. I've learned it the hard way. Uh, so it's, it's just interesting to see um, how, how, <laughs> how, how, in fact, we have to change and how we have to adapt throughout each phase of our kids' journey.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a constant changing changing of the guards almost Mm. you know it's because if you're if you're talking to your your 12 year old like they're three it's not gonna work out too well in your favor you know it's they're they're changing we're changing and it's it's a two-way street um and a lot of this stuff i think um in terms of just setting setting not being just a role model but finding inspiration from these kids as well. Um we're not the ones to always inspire. Um because I've seen, I mean just with your two girls and me personally, I'm super motivated and super inspired to see Bella charging after the academics, you know, and the goals she's setting and you know that's something I've never fathomed for myself, and especially at her age. But she's stepping it up and she's, you know, setting goals that uh, just totally inspire me. And then you incorporate the gymnastics training and the physical aspects with all that and the discipline that brings, you know, it's just mind blowing. And then with Elena, too, it's just setting it up for where she's evolved throughout her soccer and everything. And then seeing her be able to watch her play in person and everything the other weekend, it was, you know, it's just totally motivating. And with my own kids, seeing them get out of a comfort level and watch Tanner travel an hour down to just play competitive soccer and, you know, letting him, you know, onto the field kicking him out of the car and watching him go into a a team where he knows no one and everything like that and adapt and overcome all that stuff it's just if you're not able to watch these kids evolve and find something out of that that inspires you then you got to you got to become a little bit more aware of, of what's going on and what these kids are actually doing out there. Yeah. So, um, I think, I think it goes both ways. Yeah.
0: I I think it, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll kind of close the loop on this, but <clears throat> just the other day, I think you guys watched the the chorus concert with Elena. and Yeah. The group. yeah. And <clears throat> very cool. I, I, I was really inspired by the courage of these kids, Uh, not only just like the kids. So it's interesting. Right. And it's kind of obviously there's a lot of things happening in this day and age because of COVID, the uniqueness. So what had what had happened is that the kids had to go in back because this was between. This is when everything well Elena was actually out because she could uh, contact tracing but in any event basically they had to go in and record the singing right So there's a bunch of different ways I was I was inspired and just and I don't I don't I don't there's there's not a whole lot of things that I get impressed with I mean it's hard to impress me um but, but some of this stuff that they did, so they went in, they recorded the singing, right. With, with all the groups and they had, you know, I don't know, six, five or six different groups. And then they had to go back in and record the actual video of them on stage. So the doing with like masks, yeah. like, like see-through, yeah, right?
1: see-through masks. Right.
0: Yeah. So you got, you got these kids that are high school kids, freshmen through junior that go in and re- get recorded singing. And then they're on stage, um, you know, social distance, you know, separated doing their thing. And then you got these other kids that are home, right. That didn't, they weren't able to go in because of either they were out because of contact tracing or they were exposed or they just didn't feel comfortable. The parents did whatever the case may be. So yeah. they had to record themselves on their computer and basically looking at themselves, you know, uh, uh, singing and, and, and participating in this concert. I just thought that was, and they, then they mixed it all together, right? Then they, they kind of transposed it all together to make it, and I think they did a fantastic job.
1: But so, it, was, it, was re- it was really well done. Yeah, yeah,
0: I thought it was too. And just the, the courage of a lot of these kids, just all of these kids, all of these kids to be able to stand up and do that, uh, and, and <clears throat> then the kids at home having to do it, you know, just individually on their computer. Uh, and then they, I don't know if you saw, they had to speak each, each one of them had to speak at the intro of each group. Yep. And I just, I mean, that, that just, that was really impressive to me because you got these kids that are 14 and some of them were very comfortable, but I guarantee you most of them weren't. Um, I just thought it was, Oh yeah. Just,
1: Majority. Definitely. weren't Yeah.
0: I just, I just thought it was really amazing. Uh, I just thought it was really amazing and really cool for these kids to do it. And, you know, we're, we're talking about clutch dads, but, you know, I think maybe at some point we could regroup with the kids and do like a clutch kids episode because, you know, it's, it's really something that I get to see. We get to see each and every day. Um, with, with our kids, you know, in, in clutch situations and, you know, just like us, sometimes they, they blow it. They don't handle themselves the way uh, maybe the way we would like, or we, we, we would, we would expect them, but it's really none of our business. Um, but there's other way, other situations where, you know, you just have a conversation with, with your kids and the way they go about handling. And it's really the handling those tough situations that, you know there's nothing really said you just sit back and go damn that's pretty awesome that they handle it that way I would have lost my shit yeah. you know I mean it's just really yeah, cool yeah yeah exactly
1: exactly or in heated arguments on both sides yeah. it's you know they they take a step back and have time to process it and you know it's amazing when they come back to you and kind of try to resolve it and you know, that that just shows wheels are turning at, you know, whatever age it is to see them be able to process and come back and kind of follow up with, with certain issues. That's, that's always fun. Cause it's like, well, oh, I don't right. think I would have done that. I would have just wait, waited it out and then uh, let the dust settle and then come back out. Like nothing ever happened. So right. when you see kids actually processing it and even the girls, I it from time to time, it does happen, you know, just let their, give them their space and then they come back and, you know, are able to really have a discussion about it. That's, that, that's always reassuring, at least for me, for, for, from a parent perspective of like, okay, they've, they're, they're, they're receiving the tools they need to succeed in life. So, Everything's gonna be okay.
0: Well, they're yeah, they're they're. I'll go a little bit one further there. They're receiving it and then they're using it, you know, and imp- yeah. implementing. And then the one thing I was yep. like, and w- but when they use it against you, you know, when you're, <laughs> they're they're yeah. taking your tool, uh, they're, they're too good. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, well, Dad, you know, you did you did teach us X Y uh, some.
1: Uh, yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I did
0: i did say that you're right
1: ah you listen you listen to that good, one, good. you're you? listening
0: so you, you can completely pivot and change the conversation yeah. great job yeah i'm glad you're listening yeah yep. swallow that crow and move on right awesome man awesome uh any anything to end this up with because we're at our we're, we're we're at our hour a little bit over
1: no, this is uh I'm glad no uh, knock on wood technical difficulties here, um, but yeah, I think maybe getting kids on here talking talking their side out with with this type of topic, I think that would be a fun fun uh, area to play around with.
0: I'm gonna note that. I'm gonna note clutch kids. Yeah. So I got. I think.
1: We could at least get uh, Tanner and Lena on. I, I think without too much of a struggle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, funny, you posted the one of us sitting at the kitchen table. Uh huh. And or the 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 nook, whatever we oh, call with it, with the kids. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. The brec-
0: Your bre- Your breakfast nook. Yeah, the breakfast nook. And, and Lena goes. Did you see my hair it was everywhere. Because you could just see the back
1: yeah. of her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that from that angle, it's just the back. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I made sure to tag tag her on uh, the. Oh, did you? That's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it <laughs> And, you doing and that. yeah, I'm
1: I'm putting a little put putting a little more work in the Instagram page. So, um, at ultra underscore dads is our uh, Instagram page right now. So I'm gonna be keep on pulling some archives up uh some older pictures and uh try to just have some fun with that and see what we can do.
0: Yeah, it's good. You're doing a great job, man. I appreciate you doing that cuz you you're the Instagram guru of these two people, me and you.
1: Yeah, that doesn't say much, but we'll we'll work with what we got then. <laughs> we use we usually do. Yep, exactly. Sink or swim. So,
0: all right. Well, there's I mean, we got we got a we got a lot of topics that we, we could, we could uh, dive into over the weeks. I'm thinking, I'm hoping maybe, maybe we could potentially like Christmas day, do a little, do a little thing uh, while we're, while we're down South and you're up North
1: oh, Okay, with, yeah, with the yeah. families
0: kind of like, uh, kind of like we did at Thanksgiving. I'll have to, because it's all Wi-Fi, so i think it would it wouldn't be an issue down down south of the border so um yeah well but we'll we'll, we'll think be, about it
1: we'll we'll do a test piece yeah yeah uh, that'd be fun yeah we'll we're uh, no major plans up here we're just going to be hanging out i put the christmas tree up here yesterday so um giddy up it's not a christmas tree yet all it is is a cut down tree that's standing in our living room um, but maybe by this weekend we'll have some decorations on it. Is it like so. twenty
0: feet tall like when we were up there a few years ago?
1: uh no, it's not that tall um but since we do have a eleven eleven week old puppy oh yeah
0: it
1: the it is on a coffee table, so it is a little higher than than normal so um that's yeah, we didn't put lights or ornaments on it yet. And I can only imagine how fun that 's going to be for a little black lab to start trying to reach those and uh so uh, good times good times lay ahead and and yeah,
0: and timber's uh doing well
1: timber's really doing well um she's pretty much full time at work with me now, and um just chilling out um taking her out on walks we're doing leash training still, but for round work. Um, she's just following me all around. So she's starting to sleep through the majority of the night. Good. We're kind of figuring figuring all the sleep patterns out. I found uh like a nine o'clock at night uh walk really gets her nice and tuckered out. So she'll sleep at least until like five thirty. Good in the morning. So yeah, that that was big. Me and Cindy are sleeping back in the be- same bed. We're not doing couch. <laughs> Couch patrol. <laughs> we actually, the first night, I think we both, we put her in the crate. So she's in uh, actually Bear's old crate, and it's in our bedroom now. Good. And that was a big, big change. So um, she was she's calm. She's settled in here. But we were back in the same bed for the first time. And Cindy reached over. She's like, you got a beard. <laughs> and I've had, it's probably been a few weeks since I, like, had you know it's winter time so i'm letting uh, a little more grow out but it it took her about two or three weeks and we she finally realized i i had a beard so meanwhile she's talking (laughs) to you and looking at you but she didn't realize yeah nothing nothing and all of a sudden she reached over and she's like oh you've got a beard now i was like yeah what a lot has been going on here lately right well good i'm glad she's (laughs) but yeah all is good man (laughs) Excellent to hear. Yeah, couldn't couldn't be better. So once he loses those razor blade teeth, will be uh, will be even better.
0: a well, good deal, man.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear that.
0: Glad the, yeah. the the crates working out for you guys too.
1: Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. Thank you, thank you. Thank Bear for sharing this crate.
0: Yeah, he was in it like maybe seven <laughs> times. He did not enjoy oh. that thing at all.
1: All right, we're we're good. This is where we hang out. So. Oh, good deal. All right, man. Well give uh give the ladies my love and thanks to everybody out there that's uh that's listening. And we'll uh hopefully get together next week and then after that that'll be Christmas time.
0: Yeah, crazy that it's in in Christmas Eve is shit two weeks from today. Two weeks today, yeah. Yeah, two yep. weeks from today. <clears throat> that's crazy. ra rah, rah rah rah. Yeah, Feliz Navidad.
1: Yeah, see, si, Senor.
0: Yeah, right. Cerveza, <laughs> por favor.
1: Yeah. That, that'll definitely be the that uh, podcast. Uno
0: más, uno más. Yeah,
1: <laughs> por favor,
0: <laughs> por favor, please. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah.
1: So, all right, give give
0: our love to, right. to the enough green. Ghosts talking Spanish. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I well, hey, listen. I got to work on mine. That's one of the things I've been working on during COVID. Is there you go? We'll see. We'll see how well I. We'll we'll see what happens in in a couple of weeks. But uh, give our give our love to everybody. Thanks to everybody out there that continues to listen and, and gives us feedback. Man, much love
1: to everybody, and yeah. uh,
0: we'll be talking to you next week.
1: Yep, stay safe out there, everybody. Much love. Adios. Take care, guys.